הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל את הדגים האמיתיים שבדרנו כל את הדגים האמיתיים שוכני אחר קדוש למה שבארץ הם המבחן רבנו הקדוש תדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ממקור חוכמה רבנו נחנו נפגן נחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנחנח
as we saw in the Gemara over there, that asked the question. Now, that Hashem basically asked a rhetorical question: How can I not give them favor whenever they're so medagdek on um, that I told them that Hashem says that I told Am Yisrael that you shall eat and you shall be satiated and then you shall bless, but they are so precise on themselves that even from a kazaita gabetza they're they're so precise on which brachot to make, etc., how to bless, and all these details with regard to this. This is an awesome remez, an awesome hint to something. What's the explanation of the verse that we didn't really get into last time, but here Rabinatan is expanding? What is he telling us that? Why does Rabbeinu bring us that proof? From the Gemara Brachot, what's it coming to teach us about Tava Tachila? That what? That we can read it like this. If he's, that when Hashem says that Yisrael are medagdek um, from Kazai to Kabetza, what's it really telling us? That if Yisrael are medagdek are precise not to eat too much, meaning only from a Kazai to Kabetza, they're meaning they're, they eat only so little, such an like an olive measurement or an egg measurement. Then then they fall into the aspect of what that Hashem raises His face towards them. Meaning that Hashem says, I will raise my face towards them because they are so medagdek, so precise, and eating so little, little kazayat or kabetza. And then Hashem shows us a, a sign of favor. But the opposite is true. Um, from the, basically from the, the positive, you can deduce the negative. Meaning if... Uh, the positive is that if we are so medagdek on kazayt kebekabetza, then Hashem shows us favor. If we are not medagdek on this, then Hashem does not show us favor. Because when we are sunken into this desire for eating, then Hashem hides His face from us, God forbid. Chapter 31, And I hid my face and there was to eat. Meaning what? It means to say, If they are sunken and trapped into this desire for eating, then the verse is fulfilled, I will hide my face. God forbid. That God hides His face whenever we fall into this emet. But we find that this, this raising, raising of this countenance, meaning this favor that Hashem shows us, is the aspect of emet. As we proved earlier, Hashem gives, shows us His favor whenever we don't fall into Tavat Achilam, when we're medagdek from Kazat Kabeza. And what did we say is Nesiyut Panim? This aspect of Emet, the Tikkun Emet in the Shlosh Midot Hachamim, Kamar Bishalosh Hamidot, has brought the Kavanot of the Arizal on the 13 Midot of the 13 traits of mercy. Tikkun Emet Uarat Panim, that it says over there that the rectification of the word Emet, the Tikkun of Emet, the word Emet in the 13 Midot Hachamim, is this aspect of, or represents, the illumination of God's countenance. And this is what we said, This is what we said above, that one who's sunken into this ta'ava for eating, he's far from the truth. Why? Because God's face is hidden from him. Which is what? Emet. Meaning he's hidden from the aspect of God's face, which is what's God's face? Emet, as we said above, that the tikkun of Emet in the Torah represents God's countenance, the light of God's countenance. So if God's countenance is hidden from you, then it means that you're far from this aspect of, the, of Emet in the Torah HaKhamim. 
And behold, the entire world, the entire world sustains itself from the influx of Eretz Yisrael, as is known. Look in Ta'anit, uh, page 10, side B, and the Zohar also, in <clears throat> um, different places, also the Ramban, Parashat Ekev, uh, chapter 11, verse 12 over there. Speaks about this idea of Eretz Yisrael, and Eretz Yisrael itself receives its abundance, its shefa, its influx from the from the emet, from emet. Shehu midat Yaakov, which is the trait of Yaakov, kenemar titenem Yaakov, and it says, "May you give titenem Yaakov that you give truth to Yaakov." It says, "Micha." Shehu midat tif Eretz. This is also the trait of tif Eretz, splendor. Shehu klaliut agavanin, which is the all, which is encompasses all the colors. Tif Eret encompasses all the colors. This represents the Shamaim. Shamaim is also this aspect of Tif Eret, the encompassment of all colors. Eshumaim, why? Because Shamaim is applying the words Eshumaim, it's brown, the Gemara Chagiga. Shugamken, Klaliutagavanin, because we know the Shamaim, the heavens, also is this encompassing of all the colors. As we know, that the Shamaim has so many different colors, etc., etc. It's also brought down in the Zohar and in Bereshit Rabbah, um, chapter 4, verse. Uh, chapter 4, I believe, verse 7. Perek um, Dalet, if I'm not mistaken. Nonetheless, we see that Shemaim encompasses all the colors. This is hinted in the Torah, in Bamidbar. Eret ochelet yoshbeha. The land that eats its inhabitants. Dekashe, that we have a question here. Yes, it's true. The spies, they revealed a falsehood from their mouths. That they, they, they said something false. But how is it that their sheker is written inside the Torah, which is completely truthful? How can, we, how can the Torah, which is completely emet, contain something sheker? And it must be that within these words of the Meraglim, has hinted within them some word of truth. And there's a hint to what we said above, that the land that eats its inhabitants eats, meaning that the land eats, meaning that it's eating its shefa, its abundance, its influx, comes from the aspect of what we finished the verse off with, which is what the word yoshveha, that the land eats from where yoshveha, which is from the verse applied on the word and Yaakov dwelled. So this we did not understand in reading it yesterday. But now Rabbi Natan is coming to, to clarify this all. This is awesome stuff. That Yaakov dwelled in the land, meaning that the land is able to eat and to sustain itself off from the trait of what? Yoshveha. Which is Vayeshev Yaakov, and what's Yaakov? Shomidat Emet Kanan. Yaakov represents the trait of truth. Yaakov also represents the aspect of Tfilin. Emet is Tfilin, which is Peer, which is the splendor, which is the trait of Yaakov. This is why Eretz Israel is called what? Ayala Shelucha. A hind let loose. Which um, gives forth beautiful words. What did we say also is the hind let loose? We're going to see soon, right now. Like the Chachamim say, 
Why is the Eretz Yisrael called a hind let loose, which gives forth beautiful words? Klomar, it means to say Eretz Yisrael he ayala shelucha levashel peroteha. That Eretz Yisrael is a hind let loose in the aspect of ripening her fruits. But it's shefa, it's abundance. It's from the trade of emet, which is the aspect of tiferet, the aspect of tefillin. Meaning, behind you, as we say, Hanoten im reshefer, who gives forth beautiful words. What is that? Ki shefer, who le shon peer. Shefer, beauty, comes from the language of peer, splendor, sheu bechinat tefillin, which represents tefillin. Meaning that that Eretz Yisrael received its shefer from the aspect of the tefillin, which is emet, Yaakov. Ve'yesh le ramez, and the hint to all this is Naftali, who tiot tefillin. Naftali is the same letter as tefillin. Why Naftali? Because we said Naftali earlier. Yesterday's lesson, the same lesson, but yesterday's section. Naftali ayala sheluch, ayala shelucha. Naftali is a hind who's let loose. So we see just like Eretz Yisrael is a hind let loose. Naftali also, because why Eretz Yisrael receives from the aspect of Naftali, which is tefillin. And with this, there's something awesome remazim with the verse in Kohelet chapter nine. You shall see to live with the woman. A man should always live with a woman to get married, etc. For the word Isha, woman, is an acronym for what? Hanoten Imreshafer. The verse Hanoten Imreshafer who gives forth beautiful words. And it says specifically, see to live with. See to live. For tefillin is also called life. Why does it say, see that you shall live with the Isha? Meaning what? Isha is the aspect of Imre Shafer. This is a reference to Eret Yisrael, which we said is this, which gives forth beautiful words. We said Eret Yisrael, this is a, a description of Eret Yisrael. But what does Eret Yisrael have to connect with? The Re'echaim part. Im Isha, Isha is the reference to Eret Yisrael. Re'echaim. But Chaim has to be attached to Isha. What's Chaim? We just said tefillin is Chaim. Why? Because the Chachamim say, Gemar Menachot. That about the tefillin, Hashem alem yichyu brings a verse. The Gemara brings a verse. Hashem, Hashem, alem yichyu through them they live. What's them? The dashot tefillin. This is a reference to the tefillin. This verse is expounded about the aspect of tefillin. Ki b'tefillin ne'emar ve'aruk kol amirat ki shem Hashem nikra alech lechule. Because the Gemara barachot that it says about tefillin that all the nations shall see you that the name of Hashem is called upon you. This is a reference to tefillin, that they shall fear, etc. That Hashem, um, when the tefillin is honest, the other nations fear. We see what? Re'echayim, see to live, which is the asset tefillin, as we just said, im isha, with a woman. What's that a reference to? This is the acronym for the phrase. Who gives forth beautiful words? Which is also the aspect of tefillin. Tefillin also gives forth these beautiful words. And this is what it says: A land that you eat bread not through poverty. It's a land that you don't eat bread because of poverty. Meaning to say what? Meaning what? Means to say that this land, which is the aspect of truth, emet, as we said, which is the aspect of the illumination of God's countenance, and we don't choose the land doesn't choose of pleasures, 
of luxuries. This is why it says that the land, it's not because it, we eat bread in the land because of poverty. Meaning what? It's not because of poverty and because of being poor that we eat bread. That we should eat bread. And not other um, and not other um, delicacies. It's only because the the Eretz Yisrael is the aspect of Emet. And it's because Eretz Yisrael is detached. And we are detached from the Ta'avav Achila. And we are only choosing to eat the bread. Meaning, the reason why the aspect of Eretz Yisrael is this aspect of eating bread. But not eating bread in poverty. Why? Because being poverty meaning that you would choose another delicacy if you had it. But you're eating bread because you, that's all you have. But no, Eretz Yisrael is, even though we have everything else, we're choosing only to eat bread. Why? Because Eretz Yisrael is completely emet. And what's emet? A person who separates himself from the tabav eating. This is why Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz HaChayim, the land of life. For its influx comes from the trade of Yaakov. That it says in the Gemara Ta'anit, Hey Amud Bet, it says about Yaakov Avinu, that he never died. Why Yaakov? Is this aspect of not dying, and Eretz Yisrael is this aspect of life. Why for Eretz Yisrael receives from the trade of Yaakov? Yaakov Avinu also is the aspect of Tfilin, which is called life. Nimtza, we find, we find that one who holds on to the concept of truth, his panasa comes with great width, with great profit, because his influx comes from the trade of truth. So we see that he's closer to panasa because panasa is rooted, ashirut is rooted in nemet. This is what we see in Gemara Shabbat, as we saw earlier in yesterday's section. Etc. We saw above in the Gemara um, this idea of what is brought in the Gemara Shabbat that Kushtaka, a truth stands. Why? The Chachamim say on the verse, and all the subsistence that was at their feet. This is a reference to Mamon, the money of a person that keeps a person up on his feet. Just like truth stands on his feet, and money also makes a person stand on his feet. We see that money and truth are from the same idea. And this is what it says, Kushta. What is Kushta? Um, sorry. Kushta, um, truth. Meaning one who holds onto the concept of truth, the trade of truth. Azai then Kae. Stands. What's Kae? Then, this is the reference of the money that makes a person stand on his feet. Meaning one who holds onto the trade of truth. His money... He will have money. His parnasa will come berevach with great profit. Why? Because he's attached to the the root of ashirut of wealth. Ach shikra lakai. But we know that shikra lakai falsehood does not stand. Because falsehood is in the aspect of God's hidden face. When God hides His face, you cannot emet. Why? This is whenever emet is hidden, being that the 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 panim, the countenance is the aspect of truth. But when the countenance is hidden, then truth is distant. Truth is hidden as well. Meaning that the are present. And this is why, this is the significance of why when there's a great trouble um, approaching Am Yisrael, 
we decree a fast so that it should not come. So that it shouldn't be actualized. Because of the fact that Israel, they are placed in a time of tzara, of trouble. What does that mean? That we're in the aspect of hastarat pani, meaning God hides his face from us. Why? Because if he had his face showing to us, we wouldn't be in a time of trouble. Meaning that there's dinim upon us, there's judgment on us. Why? We, we decree a fast in order to break the ta'ava for food. Why? So that we could get back that emet, which is that nesiyot panim, that favor that God grants us. And then we go into the aspect whenever we break our tavan, we do this fast, that God's face is illuminated and He shows us favor. And when this happens, this is the aspect of the sweetening and the nullification of all judgments, as we saw above. That God shows us favor because we are medakdek on a kazai, a kabetza, meaning that we we're so careful not to eat even that more than than that, you know, than those amounts, especially when we're fasting, when we don't even eat a kazai or kabetza at all. And now we'll come to understand the wonders of the sage, the words of the sages. May their memory be a blessing. I said in the Gemara Brachot, Al Pasuk on the verse that your life will be in the hanging. Meaning what? This is the person who who hangs his tefillin by the straps and not by the the actual box. Person who hangs his tefillin. And your life will also be hanging. The Gemara also says, One who acquires from a baker, who buys something from a baker, And the Gemara also says this with regard that the hanging, that one who um, whose life is hanging, is also said with regard to one um, who buys from a baker. Meaning what? This is what we said. For both of these are the words of the living God. The truth is both of these words, both of these sayings in the Gemara are actually one. Meaning because of the fact that a person hangs his tefillin, he's blemishing in the aspect of tefillin. And what did we say tefillin is? It's the trade of emet. Then what happens is Hashem's countenance is hidden from this person. And his shefa, this person's shefa, this person's abundance is lessened. Um his sustenance is constricted. And a person must buy from the baker. This is why it says about Eret Yisrael and Dvarim. That Hashem's eyes are constantly on it. Paying attention to it. That the one who speaks falsehood cannot dwell before my eyes. This is Hashem who says this. That falsehood cannot dwell before Hashem. But Eret Yisrael, the land of Israel, the trade of truth, the eyes of Hashem are always on it. Why? For the truth always stands before Hashem. Whereas Shekhar cannot stand before Hashem. So if truth can always stand before Hashem, we know that Eretz Yisrael is the, the essence of truth because it receives Shekhar from truth. Then we know that Eretz Yisrael is constantly standing before Hashem's eyes. We find, behold, when the Tzadik eats to satiate his soul, and not because of this desire for physicality, for corporeality, not because to eat just to eat, then the tzaddik is in the aspect of nesiyut panim. He's able to um, raise favor. And the tzaddik is able to sustain himself from the trait of truth.
And when he eats in this strength, he stands to praise and to um, to bring to extol God. And then he's able to emit words of truth, which is the aspect of Yaakov. Meaning, he's able to to say words of truth, the aspect of Yaakov, the, the trait of Tif Eret, as we saw, which, is, which encompasses all the colors, which is the Shamaim, the combination of Esh and Maim, fire and water, the encompassing of all the colors. And he's also able to receive from the aspect of Eret Israel that a Shefa comes from the trait of Yaakov, which is Emet. And with this strength, he's able to become a partner with Hashem to create the heavens and the earth anew. This tzaddik who is able to eat, satiate his soul, is able to accomplish his awesome rectification. Which is the aspect of emet. Meaning to recreate the heavens and the earth and to be a partner with Hashem. Only a person who is in the aspect of Emet can accomplish such a thing. And with the words that this tzaddik speaks, his holy words, that flow out and that come out from him, this is also the aspect of Emet, truth, as we saw above. And this is what we said above, that Eretz Yisrael is a hind that's let loose, that's sent. Which is what? Who gives forth beautiful words. Because the one who sustains from the aspect of Eretz Yisrael, who, who eats from the aspect of Eretz Yisrael, which is a hind that loose, which is the trait of Emet, Azai, then then he falls into this verse. Not false, he fulfills this verse, who gives over beautiful words, meaning to say what? That he's able to give from, her, from itself, from its own strength, words of beauty. That it gives over from itself, from its own strength, word of beauty, the language of splendor. Meaning, Eretz Yisrael is able to give this over. Words of truth. And this is why he's, this tzaddik is able to create the heavens and the earth. Because Shamayim Ba'aretz is also this aspect. Esh Umayim, we know. Um, no, we're going to see here. That this is why he's able to create the heavens and the earth, which is also the aspect of truth that we saw above. And upon this person, it says, this tzaddik, who is able to eat for, to satiate his soul, not for Gashmiut. Saying to Tzion, you are my nation. Don't read my nation, rather, meaning with me. To say to Tzion, you are with me, meaning what? Meaning, just as me, Hashem says, just as I can create the heaven and the earth with my word, the same is true of you guys, of you people who are with me, partners with me. Meaning, these tzaddikim are able to satiate themselves, just for them, soul, for their souls who break their tabat of achila, that they too have the power with their word to create the heavens and the earth. As the because with true words they are able to create the heavens and the earth. This is what it says. It's a saying to Tzion. Meaning what? Why does it say to Tzion? Saying what? Words of truth. 
Bechinat Imre Tzion, which is the words of Tzion. Imre Eretz Yisrael, what Tzion? Yerushalayim. The words of Eretz Yisrael, Shub Bechinat Emet. Where did he say Eretz Yisrael? Is truth. Through this, two words of truth, you are my nation, meaning what? Don't say, you are my nation, rather you are with me, meaning one who says truth and who receives from this aspect of Eretz Yisrael, which is only truth, is with Hashem, a partner in Hashem's creation. And because this person is able to create the heavens and the earth anew, he's able to do awesome wonders and miracles in the heavens and the earth. Because Hashem, the way He guides His world, is through the way of nature. And nature is guided upon what? The Galgalim, the celestial spheres that is known. But because the Tzadik is able to create the heavens and the earth anew, then He changes all the celestial spheres. And He actually creates a new nature. A nature that is even supernatural. And therefore he is able to create miracles which is the changing of nature. Why? Because he created a new nature through his aspect of Emet. And this idea is an awesome wonder. And consider it very well. Look into this. Rabbi Nathan says, Rabbeinu explains. And this is what it says. And you shall eat and be satiated. Meaning to say, Meaning whether you eat, whatever you eat, whether it's a lot or a little, be satiated. And don't be sunk into this tabakhila. Meaning whatever you're given, be besimcha with. And don't desire more. Whether it's a lot or a little, be satiated. Then you will fall into this aspect. Then you'll be in the aspect of Nesut Panim that God grants you His countenance. And you'll be able to sustain yourself from the truth, the trait of truth. With the strength of this eating, this eating without Ta'avat Achila. Then you'll be able to fulfill the verse, and you shall praise the Shem Hashem, the name of Hashem. Elokechem, your God. Kanal, as we said above, then you'll be able to be a partner with Hashem to create the heavens and the earth. And this is the, what it says in the verse. We're going to explain what this, what this verse has to do with being a partner with Hashem. Asher asayim achem, that Hashem has made with you, has done with you, meaning what's imachem? From the verse in the Gemara, don't read the verse Ami, my nation, rather read it Imi. It's all playing the words Imachem. Ma'ana meaning just as I create the heavens and the earth with my words, so too you can. When you're a partner with Hashem, you're able to create the heavens and the earth on you. And how are you a partner with Hashem? When you eat, not in Tavat And now that you're capable of creating the heavens and the earth, then Lehafli. Who has done with you, Asai Machem, who has done with you, Lehafli, such wondrous deeds. Lehafli, wondrous deeds. That you're able to do Lehafli. What's Lehafli from the word Pele? They're able to do niflaot, wonders, muftim, awesome miracles in the heavens and the earth. And this is why the verse concludes, and you shall not be ashamed, embarrassed. 
Because where does embarrassment stem from? It also stems from this aspect of the encompassing of all the colors. Because what did it say about a person who's embarrassed? His cheeks. Because the redness goes away from his cheeks and it becomes the atechivra and comes the whiteness, I believe. That his cheeks turn from red to white. We see this changing of colors upon the person's face who gets embarrassed. And his face, it changes into many different colors. So we see that a person who's embarrassed also has this kraliyot agvanin. And it also comes from the aspect of tif eret, embarrassment. But not from the holy tif eret, from the fallen attribute of tif eret. From the fallen attribute of tif eret comes embarrassment. So when a person falls into embarrassment, it's because he falls into the fallen attribute of Tif Eret. But because we just said a person broke his Tavat Achila, he's able to create these wondrous, he's able to, to be a partner with Hashem and then change nature. Then it says in the verse, Veloyevo, you should not be embarrassed. Meaning he won't fall into this Midota nef, uh, Mida Nefula. He won't fall into this fallen trait of Tif Eret. He's going to have this this supernal trait of Tif Eret, this holy trait of Tif Eret. And how sweet are the words of the Chachamim according to what we just explained. It is brought in the Gemara. Brachot. Davav. Kevan she nitzat abiyot. Panam yishtamere b'kechum. Shemishtane chamagbanit. A person who relies on upon another creature, a person who relies upon another person, his face changes many different colors like the chum bird that changes into many different colors. Because this person who, because of the fact that he is relying upon another person, meaning that he blemished in the aspect of emet, and, he's and God's face is concealed from him. Because what did he say? The faces. It's emet. That God's face is concealed, which means God's emet is concealed from you. You're far from emet. Which is the encompassing of all the colors. This is why this person's face changes into many different colors, like the chum. Which is also the aspect of Tiferet, but not the holy Tiferet, the Tiferet that comes from the fallen trait. Because we said that Hashem creates everything with equal opposites. Hashem created this opposite, this meaning, just as there's a holy Tiferet, a tiferet, the holy trait, the traits that aren't fallen. There's a tiferet, the traits that have fallen. This is the trait of the trait of tiferet that has fallen. It has all the colors, but it's colors from not the holy side. It's colors of embarrassment, etc., etc. When you're not emet. And now the explanation, um, the explanation of the verse, is as if one were sculpting clay. You shall eat and be satiated. What does that mean? If you're not emet kanan. As we said above, meaning what? When you eat and you're satiated, this is the aspect of emet. You haven't found to tabal Whether it's a lot or a little, you're happy. And then you're able to create wonders that Hashem has done for you, these most awesome wonders. And then we fill the verse, what? My nation shall never be embarrassed forever. Meaning what? Because for the fact that you guys, meaning those people who have broken their tabab achila, are in the trait of emet, the encompassing of all the colors, they do not need to be embarrassed. 
Why? Because embarrassment comes from the encompassment of all the colors within the traits that are fallen, not the traits that aren't fallen. Not within the, the rectified traits, but in the fallen traits. So you don't need to be embarrassed because you rectified the midah of Tif'eret within its source, within its holiness. Not that you needed to fall into the midah of Tif'eret of the, the, the fallen traits. Why? Because you have broken your Tabat Achila. When you break your Tabat Achila, you're in the Asfet Emet, which is Tif'eret. Pe'er, Tfilin, etc. as we saw above. Alken, therefore, olam. And this is why Hashem says, Forever my nation will, no, will never be embarrassed. And I have given you shrubs in your field for your animals so that they should eat and they should be satiated. What's Esev? You have Ayn and Bet, which is Ayn Bet, 72. And Shin, you have the Shin left over. What's Shin? has three heads. Which are the three forefathers, which are the three colors, which are the encompassment of all the colors. The Avot encompass all the colors. We know that Yaakov also that the third Avot, the third of the four, three forefathers in Yaakov is Emet, which encompasses all the colors. The Hanu, meaning what? So Esev is this aspect of Avshin, this aspect of what? Of um, Yaakov, Emet, of encompassment of all the colors, the Hanu. And this is what it says, meaning in your field for your animals. They should break apart your behemtecha, your animal, meaning what? Your animalistic side. You shall eat and you shall be satiated. What did that mean when it says that in the verse? Eat and to satiate yourself. Only to, meaning that it should be enough with a little bit, that you don't need too much. As I then, then you fulfill the verse, and I have placed Esev. What's Esev? Ayin Bet Shin. Avshin, which is the aspect of the three heads, the Shosha Avot, which is the encompassment of all the colors, emet. When you are happy with just enough that you don't fall into your animalistic behavior, then that is enough for you. Um, meaning then you fall into the, then you don't fall, then you are in the Midav, emet. Not fallen emet, but true emet. That's why you don't need to be embarrassed, as we saw above, etc., etc. This awesome lesson by Hashem comes to an end. We will start next class. Um, we have the merit to apply these words and to truly leave this Ta'avab Achila behind completely, God willing.